everything has a cost. That cost can be easily measured in time, money, and attention. But the larger and more important cost is opportunity cost. The opportunity cost reflects what we could have done with the time, money, and attention that we spent on doing whatever we did. Because our schools have unlimited needs, everything we do displaces something else that we could have done. The key to being a strategic leader is to be intentional in our efforts, not by asking, can we do this? But instead asking, what else could we do with this time, this money, and this attention? Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Buskey. The goal of this podcast is to improve life and leadership for assistant principals. This is a content-focused episode. Well, actually, it might be a bit of a soapbox episode, because today I'm going to interrogate our propensity for mandates. I'll begin with celebrations. I'm back writing my book, and I've been away from that for a long time. I preach a lot about the Eisenhower Matrix and the importance of Quadrant 2, which is important but not urgent, and that is definitely where writing a book sits. And like a lot of you out there, I have struggled with that and spent way too much time in Quadrant 1 and lately more time in Quadrant 3, which is the no-no zone. But... I'm back writing my book, so that's a good thing. And speaking of Quadrant 3, this Thursday on September 22nd from 7 to 8.30 Eastern Daylight Time, I will be hosting a webinar called Escaping the Black Hole of Urgency. And yes, Quadrant 2 and Quadrant 3 will be prominently featured in that. I hope you'll join me for this webinar, this free webinar. I'm really excited about it. The whole premise is that time is not the problem. And so what we'll be doing in the webinar, 90 minutes, is looking at what the real problem is, shifting your perspective from the way you look at your work today, looking at five tips for being strategically reactive, and then getting three practices for being proactive. Registration closes tonight at midnight. So this is video is or this this podcast is coming out um, on September 20th, 2022. Registration closes tonight at midnight. If you don't have time, then guess what? This is definitely for you. Listening to the podcast is like living in the same neighborhood as me. We pass each other on Tuesdays and Fridays and wave hello. Attending the webinar will be more like hanging out on my front porch. It's a safe place where we can get to know each other a little bit better. So I really hope that you'll come and join me. You can find the registration link on my homepage or on my website at frederickbuskey.com backslash quadrant two. All right, on with the show. So the big idea here is opportunity cost. And this shows inspired by some recent conversations I've had with some school leaders. And 
when a school leader in an elementary school was sharing with me that they have a new curriculum coming in, they have new math programs, they have a new testing support programs, and the state is rolling out a pretty intensive ELA program with lots of training and extra days required for teachers. Obviously, this is a lot. And I think it's really, really problematic. And here's why I struggle with this, this idea of lots of mandates coming down. First, we're coming off two years of a pandemic. And as optimistic and positive as we're all feeling about this year, we are also still exhausted. The idea of rolling out, frankly, any initiative, let alone two or three or four significant initiatives, just doesn't make sense. Why can't we have a year where we just sit back a little bit, we we recover from recover we recover our energy and our emotions from this previous year and we focus on getting a little bit better in our teaching instead of driving some big mandate. Number 2, I'm a foundationalist and the foundation of classrooms is solid procedures and great teacher-student relationships. And you can disagree with me, but in my view, everything else is secondary because I don't care if you're teaching the standards. I don't care if you have great great pedagogy. If you don't have classroom procedures and you don't have relationships, kids aren't going to be learning in your classroom. The problem is that the majority of classrooms could be better at either one or both of those. I'm not saying they're terrible, but most teachers could do a much better job running a very tight classroom with procedures and building better relationships with their kids. This is especially true of early career teachers who need lots of extra support. And if we're busy focusing on mandates or big initiatives, we're not able to devote the time the money, the attention to those early career teachers that they need and that they deserve. Third, the opportunity cost of every initiative is individualized teacher support. Fourth, I think teachers really should be in charge of their own growth goals with few exceptions. Initiatives remove teacher agency and prevent us school leaders from being there to support those teachers. These are my observations and takeaways from the research, from my own, and from other leaders' experiences. It doesn't matter how good a new program is if it cannot be implemented with fidelity, if it cannot be followed up with adequate school support, and if it cannot be sustained over time. And in my 32 years in education, I have seen nothing to convince me that today's big push or flavor of the month will be done with any of these things. So what do you think? What have I said here that you agree with? What have I said that you disagree with and why doesn't it ring true for you? In reflecting on the initiatives you have been part of, how many of them had a lasting impact? And think about this. 
What could your school look like if all that time, money, and attention spent on these initiatives over the past five years had instead been invested into personalized support of early career teachers? What could your school look like today? I think there are some alternatives. There's a different way to approach what we're doing. My old superintendent, Dr. Jan Osborne, told me, Frederick, there's a difference between the leading edge and the bleeding edge. And too many times when we jump on board with big new initiatives, we're not jumping into the leading edge. We're jumping onto the bleeding edge. So I think I've pointed out a problem, but what can you do about it? There are four strategies that you could use if you're a leader in a school and you're being confronted by big initiatives and you would rather shift the time, money, and attention from those big initiatives to individualized teacher support. Four different ways that you could deal with this situation. The first is to slow play, stall, drag your feet, ignore everything as much as possible. Just don't play the game. And at the point where you have to play the game, you put in as little effort and energy as you can. The second strategy is to pick one thing that fits with what you're already doing and implement that one thing with fidelity. Collect good implementation data and brag to everyone about what a great job you've done implementing that one piece of the initiative with fidelity. I'm reminded of a school that I was working with when MTSS was rolled out. And if you have gone through MTSS, it is a big, big lift. Tier one, tier two, tier three. The school I worked with said, we're going to focus on our tier one instruction, which is your basic classroom instruction. And so they were able to identify some specific practices or work with their teachers to identify specific practices that they wanted to get better at. So they were effectively doing support for teaching practices that teachers wanted to get better at. And they were able to meet the demands of implementing MTSS for that first year because they were doing something, a small piece, with fidelity. The third thing that you can do is negotiate, especially if there are multiple initiatives at work. Talk to your district support people or county office people. They want what's best, so work with them to identify the priorities based on the needs, the capacity of your staff and your students and get their support in focusing on one or two things as opposed to four. Finally, you can take the initiative and present a coherent professional development plan of what you'll be doing to address the building and district priorities with your teachers. Back the plan up with data and go in and make the case for what your teachers need and how you guys and your leadership team can be working with those teachers to help them get it. Remember, leaders don't just lead the people that they're responsible for. 
they also need to lead and help grow the people who are serving them. District and state educational jobs can be a grind and filled with pressure and conflict, and everyone is doing the best they can. And as leaders, we need to have the discussions that help us to stay grounded and pull our heads out of the weeds long enough to see the forest. I think I'm mixing metaphors there, but you get what I mean. So here's the final takeaway. Don't just jump through hoops. Consider the opportunity cost of every investment. And then with your teachers, make decisions that will meet the most important of their growth needs. Okay, that wraps up today's content-focused episode. We'll be back next week with the amazing Dr. Mary Hemphill in an episode in which she and I play with the idea of productive disruption. This was a remarkable conversation, so I hope you'll treat yourself and give it a listen when it comes out next Tuesday, September 22nd, 2022. And I guarantee you will be inspired. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and rate the podcast. And I know I say that every time, but ratings really help raise the profile of the podcast. When we first started, even though we were the only podcast focused exclusively on assistant principals, we did not show up in a search for assistant principals in Apple Podcasts. Now we're the first show that pops up. Thanks to listeners, and especially thanks to those of you who have left reviews. We've also snuck into the top 20 if you search for principal podcasts, but we haven't even cracked it for school leadership. So if you enjoy the show, please help other people find it by subscribing and by leaving a review. You can ask questions, make requests, and give us feedback at frederick at frederickbuskey.com. I would love to hear from you, especially with this episode. If you have strong reactions, yay or no, nay, I would love to hear it. And if you'd like to come onto my front porch and sit for a spell, please sign up for our webinar, Escaping the Black Hole of Urgency. It airs Thursday from 7 to 8.30 Eastern Daylight Time. It's free, and you can find the sign-up link at frederickbuskey.com backslash quadrant two. That wraps up today's show. I'm Frederick Buskey, and I hope you'll join me next time for the Assistant Principal Podcast. Cheers. <music>